Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Scary Skeletons podcast. No, it's the Scargoyle Lounge nightcap. Um, I have the lights turned off because it is Halloween. And yes, you get a dark, grainy, purplish in the dark episode. It's kind of neat. The So I have a candle lit in front of me. Then I have this purple-pink... It just like glows, so like you don't smash your feet on shit. And um, that slight tint is why I have the perp look. As everybody knows, purple being the best color around. Uh, yeah. So Krista stopping in with some kitty cat pumpkins and frogs and hearts and spooky pumpkin ghosters. How you doing? How you doing, Krista? Hope you're doing well. Um, cheers. Mm. I need more to that. Yeah, let's do that. It's a little, little too on the strongish, so let's uh, enhance it a little bit. Black Cat says she's a little sleepy. You, you can't go to sleep, and the reason why is because you're the only one that'll protect us from the ghosties and beasties. A couple of quick updates. I got these rollerblade wheels for this office chair. This is the cheapest best fucking life upgrade ever for like $12 you get these rollerblade wheels for your office chair and number one wow does the chair roll that much easier and smoother but number two it also gave it a slight height lift to the point where I'm less annoyed about that cylinder uh, I'm not working did you get your tweeter DM? Yes, and I replied to it. Unless it didn't go through. Um, truth be told, though, however, as a heads up, workout days, after I'm done with my workouts, uh, using my phone is difficult. My hands tend to cramp and get very painful. Uh, so if you're ever like, hey, where'd he go? Not really using my phone so much i try to use text to like speech but you know how that goes but um some yeah some news uh for krista on the, i mean you're asking me if if, well, if i got it live on the stream so i'm just gonna tell people krista's living in living space she got some news about potentially uh being able to stay down there which is cool but now the decision comes, what to do with the plane ticket? It almost sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Somehow. I don't know how. Hmm. Uh, also, I feel slightly ill. Not very ill. Slightly ill. Because uh, I bought a bunch of candy for trick-or-treaters and I had three kids. <laughs> I had uh, three kids that showed up, so I was like, hey, here, you can have this whole bag of candy. And then here, take some of this candy. And then one kid was like, hey, I don't suppose you have any water. I was like, hey, uh, here, you can each also have a bottle of water. So that was it. And I've turned my light off because it's 8 o'clock. I may turn it back on when the show's over. But I started eating candy. I can't, this is why I can't have it in my house. I, I will just fucking eat candy. I will eat candy like it's a food food. Um, Dash Feast up in says that the spooky lighting makes him want to poop. Does it really? Are you just fucking with me? You know me. I Look, I take that serious. Like, if it's a poop trigger, do you need me to turn the lights on? Because if you're going to shit your pants while you're watching the show. <laughs> um... 
Black Cat says, Here you get a different water container. It's a bit quarter minor. It clips in my pocketbook, but pulls my back off balance when walking. You, or you need two. So you can hold one in each hand. And then you can pretend. Here's what you do. It's your problem all solved. You get two little pails. And you fill them with <laughs> milk. And then you prance around with your hair and your little braids. Because you have blonde hair. And you can prance around and pretend that you're Swiss Miss. And then your back won't hurt. Plus, people will be like, look, it's the famous Swiss Miss. And you'll be like, you can take this milk and make delicious ice cream. Mm. It's all rotted. Spoiled. Uh, Dash Me will be totally full. Can't eat another bite. Then go into the pantry and eat a whole bag of Doritos or a half bag of m and I know. Fucking... I eat my dinner dinner and then I'm like, okay, I'll have one peanut butter cup. Okay, I'll have two peanut butter cups. I don't know how many peanut butter cups I had. It's probably closer to fucking seven or eight. I have to get out of my house. I'm going to have to take it tomorrow. I think I'm going to take it to that juice place downtown and just be like, take all this because otherwise I'm just going to sit in my house and fucking eat it. I know what I'm going to do every time I, I take a break. For like anything, I'm going to go fucking eat some of it. No. Can't be doing that. <laughs> how many Kit Kats did you eat today? I don't know. How many are in a whole bag? <laughs> how do I constantly take pictures if I have things in my hands? Uh, hmm. Well, maybe number one. <laughs> I don't want to say you could cut down on that, but you could stop and set down your pails and then take some pictures and then head out. Though I don't know if it's such a great idea if you start taking those into the bathrooms. Dash V uh, says, I'm not eating a good poop today. Mm. Mm. You're constipated? Just watch me candle it. Does this really have to make you poop, though? I'm, I'm serious. Shouldn't eat crap, but sometimes it's good. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm the same way. That's why I can't buy it, because then I just eat it. Like yesterday, I was like... I didn't want to make lunch, because I was running late for lunch. So I'm like, okay, I'll get some DoorDash. I'll get lunch. I'm going to be good. And get a chicken sandwich. Okay, get a chicken sandwich. Hold the mayo. I'm not going to get any fries. Okay, good, good. And then like, ooh. But above a certain amount, you get free delivery. Do you hear that shit? Somebody just revving their car down the street like an idiot. Um, I'm like, well, I'm going to get the free delivery. Corn dogs are a dollar and 80 cents. Let's get, let's get a fucking corn dog. And I'm like, wait a minute though. Now this is, I might as well just get two corn dogs. Mmm. Corn dogs. So yeah, what turned into, I'll be good and have a chicken sandwich turned into I'll have a chicken sandwich and two fucking corn dogs for lunch. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm. Milk on the bus. Who knows? Maybe people on the bus would be happy that you brought some milk to share. <laughs> Just have people scoop it out with their hands. Just throw handfuls of milk. <laughs> Whole bus. Oh... The whole bus just smells like B.O. old weed and spoiling milk. Hot, sticky milk. And you guys like it. Now you have to sit in the wet seat. Full of fucking milk. Krista didn't do much but hung with the family and just bought a small bag of candy for her stepson. 
uh, because he already had candy in his bag. So he already had some candy in his bag. Oh, that's nice. I, I wasn't going to. I'm like, I'm probably not going to get any trick-or-treaters. I might as well just forget it. And then I'm like, that feels wrong. It feels wrong to not have the treat offering. A, a ghosty or creepazoid might come by and be like, Dude, and then I'm like, nope. And then dead. So instead, I have some candy now. Because I feel like I can't just not have a, just cause, you know. Like I need, I need, I need to be prepared. So turn, so I raced home. I turned my light on, and uh, I did have three kids. So I guess it technically wasn't all for nothing. Disappointing. Like Michigan used to occasionally get tons of people. I remember the the last year in the house I had before I sold it and and went to the rental place that was like awesome like lots of people up and down the street you know it was, it was a lot of fun dash had a whole setup well did you take any pictures i want to see any i want to see pictures so share some pictures later tag me in or something or send them a dm if you don't want to take pictures of your house and have those public i get that uh you can dm them to me i promise i won't share um you didn't get anybody. It's like nobody went out. Yeah. Like, I hope fucking it's not like wrecked. Like that would be, that'd be sad. But I don't know if it's become more of a thing where like people just like get in cars and go to like certain neighborhoods or whatever now. Like maybe it's a, if you weren't known as a trick or treat neighborhood before, now you're like out of the loop. Or I, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, I have all this candy. Gotta have something. We used to live in a place where trick-or-treaters might actually go. Sometimes junior kids, junior high kids stop by. Yeah, this is like three boys. Really didn't have much of what looked like any sort of a costume, but whatever. Here you go. I have a have handfuls of shit. <laughs> Krista certainly did do that. Certainly changed the world. Yeah, sometimes people go to the fancy neighborhoods or... Maybe where there's like subdivision traffic and no like main crossroads. Like there's some fairly major-ish cross streets around here. And like two or three streets up, there's like a main thoroughfare. And then get a little sketchy, especially at night. So I get it. Man, it's like... There aren't really sidewalks here, on, at least on the one side. Some of the kids would have to walk in the grass or walk in the street. And that's not really safe, not at night. Especially with, again, jackasses like that revving their cars, driving down the street. Fucking douche. Stop it. There's trick-or-treaters walking around. You can go show off your sweet, crappy-sounding exhaust some other day during the week, okay? These kids are impressed. Everything's you're an idiot. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, I think I need to turn this fan on because now I'm getting hot because I'm drinking. And, and I got these, <laughs> I got these Wrangler socks and they're like calf height socks. Because I'm like, well, with the motorcycle boots and whatever, when you're riding around, it's kind of nice because it prevents dust and rocks from hitting you where your cuff of your pants might be flapping around. But these are like fucking like cholo socks. Now I'm like, ooh, they're making me toasty warm. Black cat ate too much. <laughs> yeah. I, um,. I don't think I, I don't think I ate smartly. I had a huge, I had a half of a watermelon. Well, it was like a mini watermelon. Don't think like, but I had half of this watermelon. And then I'm like, because this is my candy, I get the first piece. So I ate some candy. And then I had a bunch of chicken nuggets that I cooked at home. And then... <laughs> 
more candy. <laughs> and uh, some nicotine. And now I'm drinking the last of the uh, wild turkey with uh, the last half of a fucking Coke Zero that I had. You had to make scallops before they went rotten with rice. No, wait a minute. You didn't make scallops before they went rotten. Then also had rice, a chocolate chip cookie, a couple of bites of dark chocolate, and a thick PB&J. That sounds like smelly diarrhea dinner. Scallops. Possibly rotten scallops. End-of-life scallops. Chocolate. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly and rice. That's going to be horrid. <laughs> Timmy, it's going good. <laughs> a good scallop is good. But aren't they like... I read like a... Isn't that like a weird thing with them or something, though? Yeah, no wonder your back hurts. Your back doesn't hurt from carrying the water. Your back hurts from the... Fish poisoning and diarrhea that you have. <laughs> <sighs> Scallops wrecked in bacon. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's it's brewing. The brewing process hurts. You you need to drink some water and maybe take like some Pepto-Bismol or something and then lay down and just rub your belly, rub your tummy. <laughs> I also imagine I'm probably not, I, I normally don't like eat candy. And so I just couldn't stop eating candy. Yeah. I need fucking when it's done, I need to get water too. I worked out pretty good today. I was like, initially thinking, mm, I don't want to like get in and, Trick or treat. I'm like, no, go. You stop with the excuse to be lazy. So I went. And now I'm tired from that. So uh, when we wrap this up, yeah, I need to go hydrate. Dash's wife took video, but it's not safe for streaming due to the music that you had playing. Well, you need to mute it. But again, I'm often like, I'll occasionally take some, uh, share it with folks who are tweeting, YouTube says, uh, lets me have it up on those two. Yeah, do that. That's better. I'm kind of like occasionally like, uh, I don't like taking pictures of like the exterior of my house, like back towards my house like that. Cause it just weirds me out, you know? Drank so much water at the cemetery, thinking, where are the damn bathrooms? All the, like, all the way at, like, the main little, like, house building thing. Now, does everybody know where I'm going to go with this? If you had the milk buckets, <laughs> you could have just drank or emptied like once the bucket of milk is empty now you have a place to go pee pee so you can't tell me that the double milk bucket swiss miss idea isn't just perfect it's perfection i got it all mapped out Oh, doesn't work muted because you put on a show for the neighborhood. That sounds very. <laughs> hey, kids, you want a show? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go by that guy's house again. I'm just fucking with you. I used to want to open a barbecue restaurant called Butt in a Bucket. I think you told this story once before. Because it's because the barbecue sauce is so hot. Yeah, multi-purpose. Got every angle covered. You're like, why would you carry on two buckets of milk? The scenarios that I've mapped out that you can get through because you have a couple of buckets 
uh, is you, you, it take days for me to go through them all. Cowboys and cowgirls bring your food in a bucket. After done, you stick your butt in a bucket. Uh, why? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's going to get expensive, right? Because you can't reuse those buckets. You're not, somebody's going to be like, I went to this place and I got the worst fucking like E. coli sickness because some schlub in the back wasn't washing the buckets and my barbecue tastes like poop. You love that you didn't get a notice in your life? Fucking Twitch. Twitch, you're fucking it up. Sorry about that, Reverend Master. I uh, wish you had. But also, yo, yo. Now, I would have thought that the butt in the bucket thing would have been because you would only serve burnt ends. Get it? Or it could be barbecued. What's that? Like, isn't there pork butt? So you could do, it's only burnt ends and like pork butt. And that way, that's like, that's why it's butt in a bucket. Not so that you stick your butt in a bucket and do a hoedown and we all get sick. Burnt gun end. Wait, what? Gun ends? I was under the impression you're taking tonight off uh, due to Halloween. So bonus. Well, I thought about it, but there are no kids. If there'd been more kids, I think I would have. But since there were no since there were no kids, I'm like, well, let's just let's just hang out for a little while. Uh Thermite stopping in with an Hello. Thermite, how you doing? And Reverend Master, how are you doing? You forgot it's five AM, not six AM anymore. Did you alter time? Do you have the ability to alter time? Or he does. Thermite has become the chronomaster and has altered time and space. Oh, so your clock back was on Sunday. Fucking daylight savings shit. Better. Maybe you could be like a dinner playhouse. The cowboys and cowgirls dance on stage and then they put their butts in the bucket. You just want to have see people sticking their ass in a bucket. Like, I mean, that's fine. I feel like if it's going to be a stage performance, that's one thing. But I don't think you can have them be bare butt because then you're going to get shut down. So maybe, maybe they just like wear them or something. Yeah, Black Cat's going to open this barbecue and she has a thing where she wants it to be called butt in a bucket. So there's going to be like butts in buckets. I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying it's not viable business. <laughs> I mean, if you want to make it a strip club, but then you can't serve the barbecue and then it's not going to be bar like, what was it? Barbecue, butt something suction, butt buckets. Maybe that's, maybe that's the thing you, you like this, you read the reviews and you're like five out of, no, four out of five stars. Food was excellent. The barbecue was tender and delicious and the sauce was spectacular. The service was prompt and the prices were reasonable. Removing one star because the bathrooms are just buckets on the floor. Yeah. Daylight savings is Sunday the 6th. Yes. Which means I don't know what I'm going to do with my work schedule. I'm going to like move that around. 
it's going to be weird for the show. Well, in one way, it'll be better for the show because then it will be at nine o'clock for me instead of eight, which is better. And I think once that happens, that's going to stay that schedule. But I don't know what I'm going to do with work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be like, look, I'm not going to be flipping, flopping back and forth, back and forth. They could wear the buckets at the come and go. But then it would be the come and go. You're, it's now it's getting confusing. <laughs> it's either the best experience or the worst experience. No middle ground. Maybe you No. The last Sunday of October here, so it was like late Saturday for you guys. Um, I know in Latvia, they skip like a week or something. It's like weird. <laughs> but um, pump the rump, a pig butt barbecue. Why don't you just call it the fucking cum-ass bucket slop party? It'll be open one night. It'll be a giant fucking suck with people coming all over their food and just bare ass and people shitting and stuff everywhere. It'll be wild. It'll be legendary. But you'll only be able to be open one night because that'll be it. So there, like, I'm I'm trying to help. (laughs) You live by Latvia and you never heard of that thing. <laughs> you have to ask Meow the cat about it. He knows all about it. He's the one who told me. Raccoon City. You'll definitely need uh you'll definitely need the Umbrella Corporation to provide some protective gear if you decide to go to that soiree. <laughs> Holy cow. That's it. All the the reviews. One night only. Black Hats Poppy. Come dumpster ass bucket blowout Romorgy. And then the, the quote underneath it will just be holy cow in quotes. Yep. See, we get business ideas on the show. I show you guys like history. This is maybe the most wholesome, enriching uh, hour podcast. Probably around. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking mess. <laughs> hmm. All right, podcast folks, let's take a break. Be right back. Somebody asked about this a while back, and I never really talked about it. I'm going to talk about it today. Devil's Night. Um, Devil's Night is a name associated with October 30th, the night before Halloween. It is related to the mischief night practiced in parts of the United States, such as Philadelphia, but is chiefly associated with serious vandalism and arson seen in Detroit, Michigan, from the late 1960s to the 1990s, finally prompting the Angels Night community response. Devil's Night made its way uh, to Detroit in the 1930s and 40s. Traditionally, city youths engaged in a night of mischievous or petty criminal behavior usually consisting of minor pranks or acts of mild vandalism, such as egging, soaping or waxing windows and doors, leaving rotten vegetables or flaming bags of canine foo-hoos on stoops, or toilet papering trees and shrubs to cause little or no property damage. By the 1970s, the concept of Devil's Night as a phenomenon of a night of mischief and vandalism had spread in a limited way to cities around the state of Michigan, around the Midwest, and in some instances... A few other cities around the country. However, in Detroit in the early 1970s, the vandalism escalated to more destructive acts such as arson. This primarily took place in the inner city, but surrounding suburbs were often affected as well. The crimes became more destructive in Detroit's inner city neighborhoods and included 
hundreds of acts of arson and vandalism every year. The destruction was worst, uh, was the worst in the mid to late 1980s, with more than 800 fires set in 1984 and a number in the hundreds for each subsequent year until 2011. 800 fucking fires. 800 fires. You gotta imagine the police force is like 10 people. <laughs> Rich shenanigans too. My dad taught me how to egg and flower the neighbor's car. Yeah, see, like, it's annoying and whatever, but like, lighting shit on fire. Like, oh, yeah, the Detroit. <laughs> hey, man, you guys kind of over the line, over the line. Devil's Night arson in Detroit had not declined by the early 1990s. After a brutal Devil's Night Devil's Night in 1994, Mayor Dennis Archer promised city residents arson would not be tolerated. In 1995, Detroit city officials organized and established Angel's Night on and around the 29th to the 31st. Each year, as many as 50,000 volunteers gathered to patrol the neighborhoods in the city. Many volunteers kept a high profile patrolling neighborhoods with magnetic mount flashing amber beacons, along with communicating with command centers via radios or phones to report any suspicious activity. Incidences of arson and other crimes declined, a success largely attributed to the Angels Night volunteers. The drop in reported fires for the year 2008 was credited to the program. That same year, 35,000 signed up to volunteer in the city, according to two Daniel Sharon, spokesperson for Detroit Mayor Ken Cockrell Jr. As a result of the efforts, the number of fires decreased to near ordinary levels in the first decade of the 21st century. In 2010, the number of reported fires increased to 169, a 42% increase compared to the previous year. However, subsequent years saw the totals again decline to the low 90s for the three-day period, they average about 32 fires a day, somewhat higher than the expected 26 fires per day through the year. 2015 is the lowest recorded number with only 52 and only 24 considered arson. By the end of the 2010s, the destructive elements of Devil's Night had largely ceased to exist. In 2018, formal support of Angel's Night was ended with city resources being instead allocated to host neighborhood Halloween parties. The Devil's Night 2018 recorded a total of five structure fires, with only four on the night before. Devil's Night 2021 saw the lowest totals in multiple decades, with only three structure fires recorded. So, you know, it's it, it's crazy. Um, uh, so, f July 4th would get bad, too, but... Um, I mean, I remember my parents telling about that. That was wild. I mean, they, my dad, like I say, would stay up, you know, people would stay up very late and watch, uh, because lighting your shit on fire, like my God, uh, in popular culture, 93 Detroit rapper Isham released his song devil's night about arson and mayhem. Devil's night is an integral part of the 1994 film of the crow. The meaning of criminal underworld figures, the main villain top dollar is portrayed as having started the fires first himself, which are later emulated by others. Uh, Detroit hip-hop hip group D12's debut album is titled Devil's Night, which also features a song with the same title. Devil's Night is the title of the sixth episode in the sixth season of Criminal Minds. In the episode, the... FBI's unit is called Detroit to help catch a serial killer who burns people alive once per year in the days leading up to Devil's Night. It is the title of a song from gothic metalcore band Motionless and White's uh, album Infamous. Devil's Night is the title of the fourth episode of American Horror Story Hotel, which is the fifth season of the series. It allowed the ghosts of formal serial killers like Eileen Wernos, Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, and Richard Ramirez to return to the hotel, Cortez, for a mischievous night. Devil's Night is the title for the second episode of the third season of Scream. The events in the episode take place the night before Halloween. In 1997 film Gross Point Blank, 
Debbie refers to the reason why she's living with her father is because her apartment was burned on Devil's Night. An episode of Flint Town called Devil's Night focuses on arson in Flint. Multiple underground rappers came together every year from 2003 to 2009 to make Halloween-themed albums called Devil's uh, with a Z Night. So yeah, they kind of I kind of took that to a bad place, not gonna lie. Uh, you know, trick or trick or treat and playing like a silly thing, but like burn somebody's goddamn house down. You know, I mean, like children and animals and shit in there. Like fire is no joke. Krista loved the hotel season of American Horror Story and also. Coven was good. So yeah, that uh, I think I remember the the crow. I don't know if that. I don't know if that was a thing. Where like after that movie came out, it was then like, oh shit, it's famous and it's in a movie, and that might have been the year that it just went ape shit. <laughs> like. It was getting less, and then that came out, and then it was like fucking bonkers town. Yikes. I mean, even outside the... Um, even outside the, the, the people in the, the buildings and all that property damage, um, you know, like there were a lot of emergency personnel that got hurt from that. Even if it's not fire, just the the smoke inhalation uh, and and the, all the toxic shit that gets burned in those buildings is terrible. And so I I caught myself here the night before Halloween being like, oh my god, I'm like, you know, I forgot that really is kind of a Detroit thing. You know, they really don't. Oh, yeah, because I've told people about that. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. They used to just like fucking light the city on fire. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, we need to rebuild downtown. Well, we would if you stopped burning it down. Um, oh, uh, some potential good news. Some potential good news. Would you like to hear, uh, well, it doesn't matter because you're going to hear it anyway. Sunday, I went and looked at some other motorcycles and uh, saw one and did some research. And it is called the Royal Enfield 411 Scram, which I went and read some reviews and it is highly rated um, for a round town potential off road whatever bike people are like wow but here's the thing i went and looked at it and this is what's fucking nuts okay msrp on that bike is like five thousand dollars by the time you add up taxes and dealer fees and document fees and fee fees and feces and all the rest of that shit it was like fucking eight grand. And I'm like, that is bonkers. You're adding 50% of the fucking cost of the vehicle for just your horseshit. I was like, well, you know, maybe we can work. And I said, well, look, I'm not, I'm not going to buy anything today. Cause obviously there it's end of the month. And he's like, well, come on. You know, what if, what if we can get this, uh, you know, we can make it, I'm, I'm willing to make a deal. What if we get in this? I'm like, it's not going to happen. I can't do it today. Like I have to know what's going on with the bike I've got before I do anything. I appreciate the offer of a deal. Like I know the business, I know the industry. Like I said, but it's not going to happen. Like, so anyway, I'm like, Take your number down. That's fine. You can call me whatever Monday, but like, it's not happening today. It's just not gonna. Um, 
It is not turquoise, but it is a very cool blue with sort of this like electric orangey yellow uh, writing, like lettering. It's pretty neat looking, not going to lie. Um, it's very comfortable to sit on it. <clears throat> but then it was like, what happens if, for whatever reason, let's say the bike does get totaled. And they total it out and I end up owing money. Like, then I'm really going to be like, fuck, I shouldn't have done this or whatever. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to buy it. Pictures or didn't happen. All right. I'll show it to you. I'll show you what it looks like. Show you right now. Hopefully I don't knock over this candle and burn the place down. Um, field four one blue uh let's see where's the blue one i'm not seeing the blue one that i looked at here it is uh well no it wasn't quite like this but it was very very close it's like the skyline blue in in real life the one that i looked at that yellow was darker it was a little bit more of a uh it was a, had a little bit more of like an orangish kind of tint to it but this is the bike and even though it's only got um like a 411 whatever cc motor uh people were saying you know it's very torquey and Freeway, they're like, because of the way they did the gears, like, you know, I was doing some research on Royal Enfield and there's some very cool engineering talks. Apparently, number one, everybody at the company basically rides, at least, you know, all the ones making the bikes, like everybody rides. And so they designed this so that even though it only has five gears, the way they adjusted the gearing, uh, apparently second gear is a very long gear. And your mid power band is in third and a little through fourth and fifth gear. You really don't get much power. It's basically a highway gear. Uh, fifth is more or less like your overdrive. And some of the reviews, the guy was like, yeah, if you go 70, 80, he goes, it's stable. It's surprisingly stable. You aren't going to go much faster than that. That's pretty much where about the engine tops out um between just wind resistance and power you're not really going to go much faster than that which fucking whatever it's not a race bike um yeah the seat kind of sits above the rear tire you have like a, a nice rider position um it's just a neat little bike you know krista says it's cute i don't know if i would use the word cute but i also agree um it's just cool um and I think, honestly, once all this bullshit shakes out, I want to go test ride one because I might buy one anyway. Like you get almost, I think, 70 to 80 miles a gallon on gas. Um, and the guys are like, they're rugged, they're sturdy, they have great warranty package, um, sitting on it. So going from the bike that I have to sitting on this bike, it's so lightweight. I swear I felt like I could just pick it up and throw it. And the reviews are like, this bike is so fucking easy to ride. They're like, it is one of the easiest riding bikes, like the wide handlebars and everything. You know, it's got a 19 inch front wheel instead of the 20, you know, like a dirt bike. They're like the handling on it and everything is just so easy and smooth. The guy's like, you know, I ride bikes all the time, I ride expensive bikes all the time. He goes, I'm not going to lie, I love this thing. He goes, and for the price, that's just unbeatable. So I think, I think I, I think I'm, I think I might get one. Um, I just don't know if I'm going to do that right now. But it's neat. And I think I would tell him too, I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to pay 8000 for $5,000 bike. Fuck that. I tell you what. Uh, you can make this work for seven, then you have a deal, but I'm not doing eight. That's ridiculous. There's no way. Get fucked. <laughs> I'll walk. I don't really care. I don't really need it that bad. You either make a sale or you cannot. It's your choice is yours. But neat bike. You know, they and, and they have a 
wide variety of colors um, on it. So if I take the blue out of here and you look, they do not have, unfortunately, a sweet purple, but they do have this neat, like, brown tan one. You can see there's like a green, gray, it's like a um, sort of a red and silver. Uh, they have some neat colors. They did some neat color design. And, uh, you know, the Royal Enfield makes this bike called the Himalayan, which this is based on. And apparently that's getting super popular. Um, I guess you just, you're seeing more and more of them around. People are like, for the money, this thing is like the best adventure slash street bike you can get. Uh, Meow the Cat is stopping by. and says, a new month has started. Inspect to zero. Inspect to normal. I don't know what that quite means. But wish you a great start of the month, Seagar. And I hope the stream is going well. It's going fine now that you're here, man. Now that we've, now that we've been... Now that we have our favorite kitty cat friend stopping by and saying hello, everything's all right. Everything's all right. Do you notice, too, having that bright white screen up for a minute, like the camera adjusted its color? The purple's kind of gone. Now it's back to just being like, ooh, spooky mode. Meow the cat, by the way. I would urge you to go back and watch his VOD, the last one, because he wore his kitty cat onesie. And I have a feeling he's getting addicted to that. I have a feeling that in his cold Latvian winters, he's uh, he's going to be wearing that more and more. He's He's slowly becoming an actual cat man. <laughs> when you wake up by I will I usually see me in there somewhere unless I wake walk up to work with bullshit oh what's gonna happen don't you try and stab me you stab you're gonna wear that onesie more often than you think you're gonna be cold and then you're gonna be like why don't you just put the onesie on not this fucking scarf why wear a scarf when you can basically wear a scarf that's your whole body, which is the onesie? Yeah, isn't he cute? He's so adorable. <laughs> what he needs to do, though, is he needs to get his girlfriend to paint his face like a cat. Like, if he painted little whiskers and shit, hon. <laughs> Come on, meow cat, do it. <laughs> don't know why you do this to me, Cigar. I hate you. Ta oh, yeah, just tattoo it on. Then you don't have to keep redoing it. Fucking even better. Brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. Just tattoo them whiskers on. Just, yeah. Maybe next month? Next year, you asshole. <laughs> That's like your whole, hey, I'll do it for two months. And then you reduced it to one month. For that price, there's no way you're getting that for one month. No way, not a chance. You know, maybe six months. Thanksgiving, meows giving, uh, cats giving. We gotta we gotta figure something out in there. <laughs> what that meow the cat? Have you ever had? <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird. Have you ever eaten turkey? We do not have, we'll eat, only eat potato. I don't know why I do that. Because I can't do your, you've never had turkey. Wish there was a way I could get you a delicious, succulent, juicy fucking turkey sent over there. You'd have a, you could have a turkey party with uh, Foxy Mandy and her whole crew. You guys could just have a giant turkey dinner party and then you guys would pig out on turkey and then you would all get so sleepy so sleepy because you have zero experience eating turkey it's going to put you right out <laughs> it really does make you sleepy 
so sleepy you wouldn't believe it. You'd be like, what in the fuck? That's why that's why the there's the whole thing about like they eat dinner and then fucking everybody flops on the couch to watch some shitty football game or whatever, and everybody fucking passes out of sleep. Between having a few drinks and the turkey, that's a good night. That's fucking good night. Mm, dark meat. I don't know. I like all of it. But like I love I like the I like the 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 white meat, but that's when the gravy comes into its into its full full power. Give me lots of gravy. Gravy. Yeah, everybody's just asleep in chairs. Grandpa's fucking ripping farts and crapping himself and fucking falling asleep. Everybody's falling asleep, drooling all over the place. <laughs> Hours later. <laughs> Make great stuffing. What's your stuffing recipe? Go. Milk and pubes. <laughs> stuffing tastes terrible. And scrape everything in the fridge. Put some uh, questionable scallops in <laughs> chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, oh. Peanut butter and fish. Oh, that makes me want to throw up. <sighs> uh, but let me continue with a different story real quick. Well, not a different one, but the one we was talking about. So anyway, I'm like, all right, I'm going to call this guy. Like, I'm going to send a message to the dealership, ask him about what's going on. And then, then I'm like, I'm going to call this guy back and tell him, you know, hey, man, just not going to happen today, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, I'm calling him back. My phone rings. And I pick it up. And it is the guy from the Harley Davidson dealership. And he's like, well, uh, you know, we did get in a lift. We did get it inspected by our techs. Like, you know, we have a thing for uh, an estimate of what it's going to cost. You know, where where do we send it? And I was like, well, wait, they're, you guys are supposed to have the thing with that. He's like, no. Like, I said, well, they told me that, like, they were going to be in contact with you for that stuff. He's like, no. I said, dude, this is just getting fucked up. I said, so... Let me ask you a couple of questions. Super. I'm gonna round about this. So anyway, I call insurance company back. I tell them like, "Hey, they have this estimate. Like, what's going on with this whole inspector appraiser thing? Like, you you said they weren't gonna have one, and they were gonna send pictures, and now this is messed up. Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh no! Like, there's a person." I said, "Well, can you please check?" So she checks and she goes, "Oh yeah, you're right." There actually isn't an appraiser inspector assigned. Huh. Wonder how that happened. I said, yeah, the other day I said and wasted a whole day waiting for it. You guys aren't like you're you're fucking this up a little bit. She's like, oh, I don't know how that happened. And it and it was the, you know, the saying like, all right, get that squared away. Give me that number. Like, because I'm going to give that number to the dealership, which I did. And then said appraiser guy also called me and he's like, I'm so sorry for that mix up. I don't know what they did. I don't know what happened here, but this seemed like this was like screwed up from the beginning. They initially had this listed that it was your truck and like, it was all messed up. He's like, I'm so sorry about all that. So I'm like, well, look, as long as he goes, you know, they, there is a rush on it. We are going to have somebody there at the dealership within 48 hours to basically go over a reappraisal and inspection, which is basically just to match up against what the dealership said. Now, the dealership, because I asked him, I was like, you know, shoot me straight. Is this thing like in total range? And he goes, no. He goes, uh, basically, the saddlebags all need to be replaced. The front fender the headlamp, uh, the brake lever, the floorboards, the crash guards, uh, the front. Um, was it like the, there's like another guard. I think it's in front of the oil 
um, I can't think of the word for it, but he, but it was like one other piece. He goes, so you total all that up. That's like $5,000 worth of parts. He's like, it's like $5,200 worth of parts. Um, and then you have labor on top of that. And so I said, well, like, but nothing like, you know, the frame's not bent or anything. And he goes, no, he goes, they, they checked it all out. Like the frame isn't bent, nothing else. Like mechanically it checks out. And, you know, like I asked him, I asked him about the brake handle and he goes, well, the way the brake handle is like the steel that's around the other housing is stronger than the lever. So the lever just bent, he goes, but it checked out the brakes work fine. So, yeah, I mean, they need to replace the lever. So they need to replace the lever and shit on it. I'm like, well, as long as you're, I said, look, my thing is I want to get back on and ride this. So depending on what parts you have in stock, I said, I know like the painted matched parts, like the saddlebags, you're probably going to have to order those, whatever. But I don't really care if I don't have like need the fucking saddlebags. I don't really care about that. Like fucking whatever. I'll just ride around without them. So he goes, well, you know, I got to talk to the tech and make sure that he clears it, that it would be safe to ride. And then he said, usually when we put all that order in, we don't, you know, want to, do any work on it until all the parts are here. Cause then my tech can just work on it and get the whole thing done. So we're still in a little bit of a waiting game. Well, what that will come down to is after that appraisal guy signs off on it and says, yeah, that's about good. And that starts, then they can actually put the order in for the parts and then see how long it may or may not take for the parts to get in. So, if that ends up being a huge long period of time, then again, I might go back and buy that bike. If it's going to be a couple of weeks, I might just rent one in the meantime. Um, but quote unquote, she lives again. The, uh, the game is afoot. She, she's not out of commission yet. So I will get my, we'll get my Erica back. I will get, I will get it back. Um, you know, they're covering everything, so I don't have to pay for shit. So, um, couple more days, I got to wait. You know, I'm hoping that that appraiser guy gets out there tomorrow. I imagine he probably won't. But, um, you know, and then the thing is, if he says, oh, well, it might be a couple of months or whatever before this hat, or, you know, even if he says it's going to be 30 days or whatever, I might tell him, look, if that's going to be sitting there for 30 days, like I tell you what, why don't we just like fucking order a stage two upgrade kit. And when you go to replace all the rest of these parts, fucking give her, give her more power, give her more power. And then you can put it on a dyno and do all the rest of the shit while you're there. Cause it's already there. So if he's going to spend a day to work on it, let's go, let's go. So fingers crossed, we got to wait to see what uh, comes back on that. But apparently it ain't wrecked. It's not totaled. It's coming back. So in for penny, in for pound. Like the pound that person that fucking crashed into it. Everybody they told that to was like, what? I said, I know. And I drove by Long Wongs today. And looked at that parking spot. I don't know how the fuck she crashed into it. It's like the most visible spot in the fucking parking lot. I think she's just a shitty fucking driver. Either that or the husband was actually driving and was high or drunk or something. And is a schlub and fucking crashed into it. I don't know. I have a feeling they're pretty crappy drivers in general. But... um yeah, they're shitty drivers. It's fucking awful. So anyway, um, that was like the good news, bad news. Because I was like, you know, the, the other thing I was worried about is I'm like, well, let's just say this gets totaled. Let's just say that gets gets totaled. And the bike company for whatever, or the insurance company decides to pimp me on this. You know, I went and did a little bit of research in your base, whatever lowest price. I'm like, well... If that's what they decided to give me, 
and that's all they decided to give me, that would be a few thousand dollars less than what I still currently owe. So if I end up having to do that, I'm probably going to do it like I'll do it to them, whatever, however it's fucking salvage or whatever it is. But like, that's what I'm like, I'm not buying this other new bike today. Not until I hear, not until I hear what's going on. Because the guy goes, if the frame had been bent, that would have been $10,000 for that alone. He goes, so now you'd be upwards of 15. He goes, and that's just for like the parts because the labor on that. If you bent the frame, that probably would have been totaled. That would have been game over. Apparently it's not. So there we have it. Happy Halloween. Cheers. And that's going to do it. Um, as we say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. Uh, happy pumpkins. Watch out for ghosts and goblins. Make sure you lock your doors. Uh, you know, watch out for witches on brooms and werewolves and seam creatures and old scallops. Um, yeah. Be careful and have a good night. And we will see you again soon. I can't resist the candy. <sighs> yeah, I need water. <laughs> I need water too. But uh, that's going to do it. We'll see you again next time. Self some rest. Thank you.